Namaste and a very happy festival of colors to each one of us. So, uh, let me start with a little story and a story which is in context of today's uh, subject as well as today's festival. So, one may wonder that what has Holi got to do with integral health? So, today is the day when we celebrate Holi by, you know, lighting a fire, bonfire. And as the story goes that um, Prahlad, the child of Hiranyakashyap, he is uh, a worshipper of Hari. Hari is the divine, immanent in man, immanent in creation. And his father is a worshipper of his own ego. And therefore, he, he has also secured very impossible boons like this condition, that condition, he will not die. Means I should not die inside, outside, morning, night with weapons, astra, shastra, on the ground or in the sky. So he has secured all the conditions through which he would not die. On the other hand, Prahlad doesn't believe in all this. He believes in only one, the power of the one. So his life is very much easy, centered around Hari. Hari, Hari, Hari. And it so happens that there is a confrontation between the father and the son. And a time comes when father starts even scheming how to kill this child. And he tries all kinds of, you know, textbook tricks, throwing him from the mountain and so on and so forth, sending snakes. A time comes when his uh, Prahlad's aunt, she has a magic uh, blanket on her. And if she takes this magic blanket onto her own body, uh, she won't get burnt. So she invites Prahlad for a magic show and says, you come, you sit with me and I have a magic blanket and nobody will burn. But the malefied intention was that uh, when the actual fire starts, then uh, this ant will cover herself and leave Prahlad to the flames. Prahlad is a child. He just believes in the Lord and, uh, you know, with very simple trust of a child, he says, all right. And as they sit in the flame and the, uh, the, the lady called Holika, she tries to play the trick. There is a great uh, wind which blows and the blanket which is on top of Holika is blown away and it lands upon Prahlad. So in the end, Prahlad survives and Holika dies. It's this much for the story. So we may wonder what has it got to do with the subject of integral health. Everything, it has given us the seed of integral health. The first seed of integral health is that we can either try to secure health by thousand and one outer means, which includes vitamin A, B, C, D and whatever else you want to add to the list. It includes vaccines, it includes medicines, it includes surgery, it includes all kinds of things and technology and gadgets etc., so that we do not die, so that we can secure our health. There is a very you know, elaborate um, study, elaborate pharmacopoeia. There is an elaborate biochemical understanding of life through which we can say that these are the fluctuations. If you monitor this, if you control this, if you control that, you can master death. So this uh, understanding of life, I have a term for it. No offense meant. I am myself a doctor, medical doctor, trained in the allopathic system of medicine. So, but this is called, in my view, Harinne Kashyap's Hiranne Kashyapu's gospel. 
So what is this gospel? Is by controlling the outer conditions, meaning thereby there is nothing but nature. There is no Lord of nature. There is no one. Man is the Lord. His ego, his mind, his mind is given to him. He can master, control all the forces of nature. And one day by controlling them, he will find the secret of perennial youth. He will find secret of overcoming old age. He will find secret of immortality. And there is no doubt, plenty of good things have been done in that field. So this is not to say that Harinikashup gospel has no meaning. I mean, uh, telomerase and many other new discoveries. Man can prolong his life to an extent and there is a marvelous surgery and veil. But this is not going to ensure a disease-free state in the human body and the mind in society because health is not just about the physical condition. Imagine as Dr. Bisht who introduced the term spiritual health, he spoke in WHO, he gave this logic. A pack of wolves are physically strong, psychologically alert and socially well-knit. But they use this all this health to destroy other. You know, they are a pack of wolves. So do we want to become a pack of wolves through all this health? So we have to understand why we want health. This is very important. The mother says good health is paves the way for transformation. So good health is necessary not for its own sake, but for something else which through health we can achieve. But this is the gospel of Hiranyakashu where there is no deeper goal of life, no higher aim. And basically we want health so that we can enjoy life further and until life enjoys us. So this one aspect of it. But there is another gospel which is gives us the key to integral health and that is the gospel of Prahlad. Prahlad's gospel is that this entire multiplicity where we see this condition, that condition, this fluctuation within the body, we are trying to monitor one by one and one by one. As a result of which you control one condition, but the same energy finds root in another way. This is exactly how homeopathy understands and which is very true. There is an energy of order and harmony which we can call as a state of health or a vibration of health. And there is an energy or consciousness of disorder and disequilibrium and illness, which we may cause as a, call as a state of illness. Now this state of illness is everywhere within the body. There may be a disorder simply because we are indulging in an excess of any kind. Any excess is bound to create a disorder. Maybe an excess of eating, maybe an excess of sleeping, Maybe an excess of exercise. Anything done in an excess disturb the basic equilibrium and order of the body. The same with the mind, the same with psychological activities. Say too much of greed, too much of ambition is going to disturb the balance of too many desires. It is going to disturb the balance of the mind. Similarly, in a society, we can introduce disequilibrium by one group being favored and the other group not certain group whether it be because of racism or whether it's because of the you know different kinds of approaches uh, capitalism etc this is detrimental to a total social growth because society has to advance as a whole keeping in mind the different strata and hierarchy which are bound to be there but as a whole it must progress so there is a state of harmony and balance and order and there is a state of disharmony disequilibrium and disorder so how are we going to introduce one and keep up with the other? So here we have to go back to the Hiranyakashup and Prahlad's gospel. Prahlad believes that by touching the root, the origin, the source, because it's the source, it can automatically set everything into motion. 
into the right condition. It's like set the center right and everything is flows right. And if the center is in disorder, you are trying to, you know, pick up one spoke, correct it, pick up another spoke and correct it. But if the center is not right, then there is bound to be one disorder after another. It may look like we are he healing or uh, dealing with diseases, but it's only we have tried to block symptoms arising out of one kind of energy imbalance and it will find its own route. I have seen this very commonly. Only thing is still now, there are no studies to say that what happens when you control. Very often you will say, you take a patient who is diabetic, after some time he also has cholesterol, he also has lipids, he also has blood pressure, he has heart disease. You see, it's a whole gamut. Now, why is it so? Is it only lifestyle? Is it only genes? Or is it that one kind of energy you suppress, it takes another route. You block it, another route. Block it, another route. And all kinds of disturbances it manifests. So, the principle of integral healing number one is catch that vibration which is from the origin. And this vibration can set everything back into order. Like for example, take another example that in a classroom, I am sure everybody has uh, experienced it. I have, being a very naughty kid in the class, all kids are naughty, they should be naughty. It's better to be naughty at 10, 15 than to be naughty at 40 and 50. <laughs> you can be naughty though. <laughs> but you know what used to happen was that in a classroom there were always some good students who want to study and there are students who want to play cricket and all book cricket and real cricket. And then you know these will say, oh you are disturbing and these will have their own say and ultimately the, everything is adding to the chaos. Even when the good students are, good student is a you know oxymoron but anyway so they are trying to sadhu bachas trying to control others then these they are also getting flared up so it's not working so what is the way one of them standing on the door suddenly says principal madam is coming now principal madam is coming is itself enough for everybody to sit straight and open the books and start reading now this is not a good practice to you know be what you are not but i'm just saying that in human beings in this creation there is a center. In fact, if we touch that center, then we will automatically start setting everything else in motion, in, in the right order. And mother puts it very beautifully in terms of one of her anecdotes with Inayat Khan, mystic. She says, you know, she was having a discussion with a mystic in France. And uh, this mystic told her something very interesting. And she said, I completely agreed with it. Because it's my experience too. Instead of washing the stains in a sheet one by one, I have this problem. This is the approach, no? I have this problem, what do I do? Okay, you give an approach. Then I have this other problem, what do I do? Then you do something about it. Then I have this problem, what do I do? Now this is a very long process. Instead of washing the stains one by one, the solution is change the sheet. Sheet is the background consciousness in which you paint all the manifold colors of life. So the sheet needs to be changed and that sheet changing the sheet means a change of consciousness. As long as we live on the surface consciousness, we are at the mercy of various vibrations of disorder. Because surface of anything is always in agitation and this is there in nature. You look at the Eye of a storm is the quietest area. If you want to, you know, safeguard yourself from a storm, technically, if you could go into its eye, it's all still. 
if you want to look at an ocean look there is even tsunamis come on the surface and there is you know high waves and tides but the depths of the ocean are always calm so always there are these two states within us one is the surface consciousness which is always open to all kinds of forces and constantly it's not just one moment you sit in a room you meditate and you feel i am very fine many often people say oh i had a beautiful aspiration beautiful meditation i went out after few hours i fell ill how can it be possible it happens precisely because we have not learned the art of changing the consciousness we sit in meditation we go for a moment into another zone we feel very good but when we come out we are back to the same surface and when we are on the surface unless those who have been meditating for years and years they develop a kind of background consciousness but the fundamental nature of consciousness is still the change uh, same and when we come out on the surface we are exposed we are vulnerable because surface consciousness remains the same that's why in all spiritual disciplines we are told be careful of the company you keep be careful of the places you go be careful of the people you meet why because when you sit quietly you clear things when you move into the zone of normal ordinary life average life you are again exposed to all the things so what really is the remedy so this is the remedy that there should be a change of consciousness meaning thereby that in all activities we should bring in this new dimension normally we live a divided existence that's what you'll see when mystics speaking about you know inside you can meditate and you can find the divine outer life you will fall sick you will have problem because this part of karma or whatever this is the standard way but this is not what mother and shubindu tell us they tell us that this must change because if this doesn't change if we remain the same man or monkey whatever but then sage within and monkey outside how is it going to really help so we'll never be able to lead a divine life we we'll lead a divided existence so the way is that in every activity of life be it laughter with friends it's not that it's a taboo to be you know nothing is a taboo that way but bring in the deeper dimension let it flow from the depths to the surface meaning thereby the first necessity is to contact the depths first necessity and first center that we need to find is the psychic being when you see how mother describes the psychic being she uses the word psychological center what is our psychological center mind we refer everything to the mind which is still okay because if the mind you have developed reason at least to try to create an order but with many they say oh my heart but not the deeper heart the inmost heart is wonderful but the surface heart is as much prone to turbulences and storms with still others it is the navel they say we are living for food you see certain wrestlers they draw their energy from the navel you see people with a huge paunch because the vital energy they draw energy from there and like that some people have their center in the physical consciousness so until we discover the first true center of our being so integral health is not just about being physically healthy there are people who may be very robust but because their psychological development is completely like a dwarf or you know uh, sometimes even an animal like it it is not health similarly an asuric being intellectually very developed physically also strong but emotionally nil 
So all these parts, totality must develop harmoniously. But normal human nature, unless it is touched by the core, it is not possible. You see how people develop during the entire education, heart is ignored. So it's all left brain. As they say, the left has nothing right in it and the right brain has nothing left in it. You may remove the word brain and it will be as true. So now, what is the way to integrate the two? So we develop lopcentric way. And when we come into life, then it's not the all the time you can't be an analytical person. The first time you fall in love, you want to know, is it going to succeed? Why? Because the left brain is active. Am I really in love? I said, you don't have to ask somebody whether you are in love or not. It's not something which your mind can analyze and tell you. Is it good to be with this person or bad to be with this? Everything the mind, because we have not developed the deeper heart. We don't know. Heart has its own knowledge, but we don't know about it. Passions, completely untrained, unbridled. So you will see people, very, I have seen plenty of these, good, you know, whether it's conferences, whether it's, you know, big places, you will see people highly educated. They'll walk in with, you know, a suit and nice, oh, he's so and so. See how the whole thing, as the party goes on, how the whole thing degenerates, because the passions are the same. Look at the joke of human beings. Don't go by, many times I say, don't go by the kind of, you know, uh, degree that people are holding. Look at how they really conduct themselves inwardly when they are in contact with human beings, especially the subordinates. You will know a lot about them. So, this is the kind of, because the vital passions are completely untrained, unbridled. You give them a little tequila and you see what happens because they really lose their head, whatever little they had and the whole passions come out and in the worst, ugliest form. Now, this is not health. They may live for a long life, they may have a long life, but they have shortened many people's life. Simply because of their existence, they have, I know of people who have lived a long life, bypass and everything, but they, they because of their nature, because of their high ambitions, because of their type A personality, they made life of everybody miserable around them. People had blood sugar, blood pressure, everything because of that. Now that's not health. Health is where there is a harmony. Health, the mother describes health as harmony. And what is the first harmony within us? Brain is fine. It's important. The seat of consciousness. Reason must be developed. But there are many other faculties even within the brain which are not developed. In the mind. And then the heart. Heart must also be developed. A man with a developed brain but without a heart is an asura. That's by definition. Passions and mind, intellect but minus heart is an asuric being. But is it enough just to have a brain and a mind and a weak life energy? No. The life energy must also be developed. Passions, they are energy. But train it, direct it, channelize it. And then of course the body. So the entire apparatus. So from where... We have to discover the center from where we can bring in the force of harmony within human beings. It is the psychic being. It contains within itself the power to harmonize the different elements, to develop the different aspects of a being in the right way. So what does the psychic being do to mind? It opens the mind to wisdom. What does reason do? Reason gives you a play of probabilities. It gives an illusion of knowledge. But all truly rational beings, truly rational, they know that we can't find knowledge. We can say approximations. The last word of rational knowledge is agnosticism. I don't know really. But maybe this is true. But 
when the mind opens to wisdom and that comes because psychic being the moment it enters into the mind it says quiet 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 open to the higher doors of knowledge yes when the knowledge rushes in if the mind is not strong it's not supple it's not wide then it can create its own problems but essentially the psychic being opens the mind to plasticity of infinite knowledge what it means is now you see if the knowledge base shifts everything shifts by plasticity of a very vast knowledge it means normally our knowledge is cabin into this you do that will happen now the virus is going on all the experts some will say don't take vaccine some will say take the vaccine some will say if you do this this will happen others will say if you don't do this this will happen nobody really knows and the reason is because it's all mind operated depending on your angle of vision you are basically operating according to that but when you open the doors to wisdom then it is not something for everybody you can't make a rule that everybody take the vaccine or everybody don't take the vaccine for each one it will be different because each one state of consciousness is different their constitution is different now you make a rule that take vaccines somebody is afraid of vaccines it will it will create problems somebody is you say don't take vaccine but inside there is fear so there will be another kind of problem so essentially it opens the mind to a wide and plastic knowledge which is not a fixed dogma but it's unfolding as we grow through and go through life which means we have a fund of knowledge not a fund of knowledge but a doorway to knowledge wherein we can be guided as we go through life not like triple time vision that after 100 years what's going to happen no certainly not but at least we can have the guidance from step to step which is a great advantage because in life as we move not only health everything else we need knowledge but this knowledge cannot be a book knowledge cannot be simply an analysis of the mind but the psychic being which illumines the mind and opens the doors to knowledge what does it do to the heart how does it balance the rise in the heart you will see imbalances arise in the heart due to preferences and preferences are based on attractions and repulsions proximity my family my this thing but the psychic being in gives the right and just measure to each emotion it's its nature it will give you the right measure just measure it gives you the dharma of each thing the dharma of the mind the dharma of the um, you know emotion what does it do to the vital being passions it doesn't suppress them the mind suppresses them because mind is very afraid or it releases them when nobody else is watching what does the psychic being do to passions it refines them purifies them it doesn't you see when you see many of these mystics they are very jovial sometime back i mean i don't claim to be a mystic but uh, just for some people who may have heard me laugh not heard me laugh because the mic was mute fortunately but uh, maybe horrifying sight when you don't hear a person laugh but see him laughing so whatever it be <laughs> so somebody remarked bhaiya you are being noticed laughing so i said is it a sin to laugh you know laughing cheerfulness it gives to the vital passions it just it channelizes it satellizes it but it's not that the mystic doesn't lie, laugh in fact he laughs much more often he laughs because he sees that life is laughable he is more amused than anybody else but his laughter is not crude it can be sometimes that's different crude means the attahas of the gods 
But his laughter also, his, his sense of humor. Look at your Bindu. Classic example. Or the mother. Subtle sense of humor. She can have a sense of humor where just a word. Eh? Is enough to make you understand that what she is saying. Very subtle. Sometimes her silence, her smile, just a laughter. With Shurabindo, a phrase which can change the whole thing. Plenty of humor in Savitri. So a good sense of humor introduces into the life energy. And I can tell you if there is no sense of humor in life, if you don't have cheerfulness, be prepared for a good bill for the doctors. It doesn't matter, Ayurvedic doctor, homeopath or allopathic doctor. But if you can learn to laugh at life, and if you cannot laugh at life, learn to smile at life. What is there to be so serious about? Don't go by all the terms. So this cheerfulness, psychic being brings this cheerfulness. Natural cheerfulness in the system. And the moment you veil it, then there is, how does the veiling take place? When the ego self comes. The moment ego self comes, there is all the down the dumps and you know, you begin to sulk, you feel depressed. Now this ego can come in different places, planes, depending on the plane you have to work upon it. Paucity of time, I am not going into all those details. So the psychic channelizes the passion, subtleizes them, refines them, purifies them, uplifts them, potentiates them. Passions under the psychic control are like real Arabian states, white states, but under the control of a very wonderful master. So that's how the psychic being. What about the body? Even to the body. If the psychic being is awake, during that time, you will spontaneously see that what to eat, how much to eat. It's not like the mind will decide. How will the mind decide about health? Oh, I shouldn't eat this. And then when you go home, you will eat it. But in front of others, oh, you know, I am on diet. And then, you know, when you go back, <laughs> or, or you are actually on diet. Why? Because you are scared. So while on one side you are not eating something, but on the other side you are taking enough dose of fear. Now, I have seen people, if I eat this, this will happen. If I eat that, that will happen. So I ask them, do you carry a list all the time and before you eat, do you take out the list and you know, consult everything and then you decide what. And it can go to absurd levels. You know, in this food, what is the condiment which is used? Gluten to nahi hai. I mean, it goes to extent, you know, which is unimaginable. But the other way, what is the Prahlad's way? Gospel of Prahlad. We didn't know all this, you know, gluten allergy, all this. It's modern. So what we used to do, how we used to eat? Very simple. We sat before the food. Mom prepared it. Nice parotta, sabji, everything. We didn't know about cholesterol and all that. Parents lived long enough. Quite long enough. So we would sit there and we were taught only one thing. Bita, khane ke pehle, bhagwan ka dhyan karna. That's all we were told. So what we'll do? We'll sit before the food, offer it to God. After that we knew we are safe. <laughs> Mother says, that. what does she say? That's what she says. That you know, when you eat food, when she speaks of psychic being, just before eating, you pray. What should you pray? Lord, not save me from cholesterol, from sugar. That's not the prayer. <laughs> she says... Pray that the food goes into you and it creates conditions of health to facilitate the process of sadhana. That's all. You can make it even simple. Lord God, be kind enough. Make this food your prasad. 
Prashad means everything. Prashad means touched and sanctified and blessed by the Lord. Can it do harm? There is a very nice inscription when you enter the ashram. See, in ashram life, it's like a training. So you'll see about dining room food. The dining room food has the mother's force in it. Eat it with this attitude and everything will be alright. I have seen people having problems eating dining room food and recovery. Precisely because it contains. Now the principle is once you understand the principle, then you apply it anywhere. Wherever you are eating, offer the food. Make it sanctify. Sanctify it by the mother's presence. So basically it is to bring the one in every sphere of life. You want to do exercise. One is that I'll do exercise. I'll do treadmill, this, that. Doctors often they are asked. I do 40 minutes of treadmill. Doctor, is it okay? So I have my way of asking. I say, who does the treadmill? I do. So I want that answer, you know. So I can't prompt. So I say, Acha, you do the treadmill. Huh? How many minutes? 40 minutes. So why do you do the treadmill? This that I said, actually, you know, this is not the best way to do a treadmill. So what should I do? I offer it as a exercise offered to the Lord. Pray that may my body be healthy so that I can do at least some good deeds before I kick the bucket. So do that with this attitude. So this shift of attitude, what does it do? It helps us, makes the journey of health, road to health, not full of fear. Today we want to buy health because we are afraid. Lot of physical exercise, this, that, Yoga club, so-called yoga club, laughter club, everything. Why? Because What? I mean, you're laughing so that you don't want illness. Laughing should be our natural state. So this is because we have lost that contact with the one and therefore we have entered into the grove of Hiranyakashup. And we know what happened to Hiranyakashup. You see, that nursing avatar is basically what? Death will come to you through the most impossible doors. Even through the most non-existent ways it will find. So the best way is to lead life. Find that in the center, the psychic being. One simple method. Forget about, you know, what should I eat? What should I do? Whether I should see a WhatsApp or not? Whether I should sleep this way? What time? All that elaborate detail is there. Try doing it. And I can tell you with enough experience about life. I have seen people, you know, who have done all the right things tick boxes and yet they fall ill and you ask what was the reason if you probe you will see there was a lot of fear inside they were doing all the right things for the wrong reasons whereas I have equally seen and the mother gives this example I won't name very uh, old sadhak he is no more now he lived to 106 and mother says just because of his attitude he did almost everything that could kill him Including once taking three times the le- a medicine's lethal dose. Which would kill anybody. And as he took it, now the sadhak's description. She said she survived because of the attitude. Sadhak's description. That he took the medicine and suddenly he felt all his conscience withdrawing, coming to the heart and he is going to die. He said that moment I suddenly said inwardly, Ma you take care. And he came back. He lived to be 106. And another example which I saw with my, I mean, know with my own eyes, my cousin, uh, brother's uh, children, they were involved in the Upahar, that famous fire tragedy. There were six of them, different people. One died and all others survived. So I was asking them, 
it was very interesting all of them they were all krishna bhaktas at a different points of time they said at the end my uh, niece says niece and nephew both but i remember niece saying this you know uh, chachu i felt ki i am going to now you know die so i said what did you think i said then why not think of krishna and thinking of krishna she drifted into coma she survived like that all of them survived they felt helpless in that helpless state they spontaneously connected with the divine presence and the one who died was the one who was worried about one's child so it is a paradox so basically and the child survived so the the thing is to learn to connect with the one one single thing we should know not too many things we can try nothing wrong in knowing too many things and doing a little bit of mishmash it's okay but the one single thing is find the psychic being it's the door to integral health and there is second door also just as there is within us the psychic being there is and all problems not only about health you have a problem of relationship find the psychic being you have a problem of anger find the psychic being you have a problem of greed find the psychic being you have a problem of lust find the psychic being find the psychic being mother says find the divine presence within you it is the solution to all the problems automatically it will activate within our system peace harmony vibrations of peace vibration of harmony vibration of joy vibration of true knowledge vibration of love which has such a healing power in it it re- it will release faith into the system and healing is not just about surviving we should not mix up the two the body may survive may not survive but in either case if one is in a psychic state then both become a doorway to evolution if one has to die it's a wrong statement i stand corrected if the body has to be left because the body has reached a state of disintegration then how much better if we are in that psychic state saying ma 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 so many examples he has actually told stories real life events that never does this call go waste if somebody during the moment of departure is just calling me immediately the effects are seen and on the other hand if we are in that state where we are worried about doctor mera kya hoga can i see the case doctor how how much degree of covid infection i have what percentage of my lungs are damaged then what, what am i really doing i am more and more externalizing my consciousness so get back to the true center which is not the ego which is not the mind but something deeper and the other one is go beyond the mind blow off the top this is the problem creator so when you open to the ranges above then each of the range brings in a fresh air brings in a new light and this light cleanses us shows us where the problems lie very often people say where is my disharmony but if this light comes it'll show you where is the disharmony it'll show you where the problem lies it'll it'll, it'll smash through the justifications we hide our intents and many things we always give an intent but a very suitable one but this light will show you what is lying behind and it show you the roots from where you can pluck it out and offer it to the gods so open to the wider and higher ranges of consciousness above how to open method is the same call the mother she works from above she works from within 
ऑफकोर्स सम पीपल के मे लाइक टू डू तपस्या एंड डू इट विद द सिखाया हुआ मेथड टेल मी हाउ टू ओपन टू हायर माइंड एंड इलूमन माइंड दे विल गिव ए नाइस लेक्चर ऑन ऑल द लेवल्स ऑफ द माइंड बट द एंड ऑफ द डे यू आर स्टिल इन दिटिकल माइंड सिंपल मेथड कॉल द मदर एंड इफ यू लर्न टू कॉल द मदर गेट इन टू दिस प्रैक्टिस दिस हैबिट बिकॉज हेल्थ इज नॉट जस्ट अबाउट फिजिकल थिंग्स द मदर स्पीक्स अबाउट फोर्सेज एडवर्स फोर्सेज हो स्टाइल फोर्सेज दैट अटैक अस अनसीन those who have an occult vision can actually see these hostile beings entering sometimes as snakes as pythons all kinds of creatures and they enter and they try to harm and if one doesn't have the vision or is not conscious one wakes up struck with paralysis with this or that because we are not conscious but the moment we get into this habit of calling the mother mother says my child all these forces are scared of me they run away when we were children we don't didn't know about mother so we were told in a different way we were told hanuman ji what were we told in hanuman chalisa we used to read bhut pisach nikat nahi aave mahavir jab naam sunave so we used to use it as a standard remedy always in village you have dark corners you have spots there is there is a ghost there and all kinds of stories and snakes of course were there we knew it so what we'll do when we'll go through those passages we'll sometimes run or we'll walk but we'll say jai hanuman jai hanuman jai bajrangbali jai bajrangbali bajrangbali the moment you say bajrangbali matlab you know that no bhut prat can come near you of course some are not i was actually wanting to see one that's different but generally in the village <laughs> i mean it's cool but generally in the village you will see that bajrangbali or you have shiva now you see the story of shiva majestic shiva can one believe that in front of shiva all these forces mahakal even death will say sir may i come in this fellow is in if shiva says no out out this is the indian way where have we lost all this i don't know in the textbooks <laughs> so friends find that integrating principle the first integrating principle is the divine within the door to the divine within is through the psychic being doesn't matter whether you try to find the psychic being you will find the divine the moment you find the psychic being psychic being is like the calf and the divine within is like the mother of mother cow she all there always near or you find the divine within you will find the psychic being it doesn't matter any which way don't try to be too technical first i must find the psychic being then the divine if you are drawn by the divine find the divine you will find the psychic being there is no other way when you go to shiva temple you have to go through nandi he is at the door you can't help it you have to go this way that way but he will be sitting at the door If you want to find the divine within, psychic being will come and say, "Sir, I am you." You will unite with it. Then divine, he will take you. Come now, I am the fellow who's you. So find the divine presence within. It is the remedy to all the problems. Mother says that find the divine presence within you. It will solve all your difficulties. All mark the word all. No exaggeration. and at the same time not one step after another find the divine presence above for the first we need to most important is not a technique but give it importance 
in a day, how much time we really spend to find the psychic being within. We meditate. But do we do it with this aspiration? It's not about sitting bolt straight and this technique and that technique and that mantra. Just this burning fire, I want to find the divine within. I have heard ki Bhagwan hote andar mein. It's a shame if we die without finding him. So to sit with this thirst inside, I want to find you. And if we do it, one day the door will open. Why so long? Because the rest of the nature has to be ready. Suddenly the king of kings lands up in front of a chaos mess. You have to keep the house in order, no? Bring new sofa, new furniture. <laughs> then the divine presence comes because you know. Or rather, because the divine presence is drawing near symbolically, everything is setting right. First the divine will set this, you know, prime minister is coming to your home. So who comes first? The local chief minister. Sir, prime minister is coming to your home. I heard, yes, I believe so. There is a letter. Yes, sir, please tell us what all is required. Sir, road is bad. Prime minister is good. No, no, that we have done. We will repair it. You tell us next, sir. Nala is overflowing. Oh, oh, already municipality people are informed. Sir, water doesn't come regularly. Oh, water minister. Why? Because the prime minister is coming. So the divine is the minister of ministers, the king of kings. Call him. See how everything will be set right. All the ministers, Vayur, Garuda, Anila, Indra, all the gods will come and say, call the one. And the second is, image. What a wonderful faculty given to man. The power to create images. It's not imagination. Actually, this whole world is images, nothing else. This way of distinguishing between imagination and reality is outdated. Everything that we call reality is an image. Just because everybody sees it, does it mean it is true? It's an image. What is behind the image is reality. Get past the image, you'll see the reality. So this ability to get past the images is by using an image. Use the same thing. Imagine that which is beyond all this. Give it a nice color. The golden light came down into my brain. The grey rooms of my mind sun-touched became. A bright reply to wisdom's occult plane. A calm illumination and a flame. Think about the golden light. Don't, don't delude yourself that if I imagine a golden light, it's a super mind. No, not that way. But you can always imagine a white light or a blue light coming down. One day the authentic one will come. Start with the image because behind the image there is a faith and a will. Mother is coming down. Or give yourself, Ma, take away this mind, this monkey. Tame the monkey. Ma, take away this dragon in the lower belly. Tame the dragon. Ma, this heart of emotions always fluttering like a bird in cage. She will come, set it free and he will roam into the vast sky. So, when we start doing this, this images, this spontaneous prayer, and this prayer is not just a time, whole life becomes a prayer. Then slowly we see that in all our activities, the one begins to enter. It takes time. And the moment that state becomes confirmed within us, in her transformed because confirmed in her, then what do we find? Above, 
the boundless beatitudes below the wonder of the embrace divine then doesn't matter wherever we go whatever path we take we are safe because we are surrounded by the divine presence so the sum and substance is if you live like trying to control 100 conditions one must know this knowledge changes it's a relative knowledge today we are told that cholesterol is bad tomorrow we'll be told sorry excuse me it was actually good the medicine was bad today we will be told become a vegan because milk is bad all the white things are bad throw them out of the window tomorrow you will be told excuse me sir that was a little bit of exaggeration this what will happen because this is a relative knowledge it is not given by any absolute truth whereas when you turn to the divine offer that milk to the divine then what that milk becomes it becomes charana amrit drink it with joy in the ashram dining room milk is given isn't it if it was so bad mother won't allow people lived a healthy life now people are getting into milk is bad this is bad that is bad and they will quote books and this book and that book why you want to read so many things ek sadhe sab sadhe sab sadhe ek na hoy this is the wisdom of india turn to the one sadhe know the one be a marksman like an arrow quivering in its mark find the one and all the problems created by the multiplicity and many manyness they will be taken care of because that one is supreme harmony supreme peace supreme bliss one simple mantra find the one and if you want one word solution to all the problem then it is contained in just two letters ma in hindi it is a single letter and a half ma so that's uh, about it if somebody has a question please welcome i don't know whether it's like a medical thing or but uh, yeah this okay i think i can hear one side yeah feel free to put the questions in the chat or uh, you may also unmute yourself and ask the questions now the participants are allowed to unmute themselves Sajee. Yes, it's really a wonderful talk. I really like. Touched my heart. But I have a uh, doubt. It, it was uh, earlier. It was there, but it goes down for the long time period. Now it comes again back. That is regarding about uh, the other our famous um, sadhus. That means which we are renowned Maharshi, Ramana Maharshi and Sri Ramakrishna Paramahamsa. They are in well touch with the divine, but at the end of their days, they go through the struggles. And uh, even for the Ramana Maharshi, it is cancer. And even for uh, Sri Ramakrishna Paramahamsa, it was uh, I am not remembering, but it is throat cancer like that. Yes, yes, throat cancer at the age of fifty. Yeah, yeah. so it is uh, even any other disease i could digest but the cancer out they are able to get it that i 
because a long back question but now i rekindled that question so if we could able to yes so shall i uh, yeah it's a very good question and i am glad you asked it so regarding um, there are two things we have to understand first is that in the traditional yoga which to which you know both shri ramakrishna paramahansa and shri raman maharshi you know belonged great yogis first of all but uh, yet the goal was to get free from the circle of nature so the idea of integral health doesn't exist there it's about doesn't matter any which way tear through the coverings and escape and we have forgotten the classic example of swami vivekananda at the age of 39 the youngest of all and if you want to see the illness diabetes but that's because he burned through the covers through the layers so this one reason because by the very intensity they don't care about what happens to the field of nature because they are not afraid of death they are conscious of life beyond they just live their life to fulfill what they are here for and then they pass away but there is another reason which sri ramakrishna paramahansa himself indicated and sri arvind confirmed that it is true which i know myself you know in other yogis example that it is true that these yogis they as they grow their consciousness expands and because they are compassionate they start taking upon themselves the burden of others so while within themselves they could isolate themselves like you know shangri la and the stories of tibetan monks who can isolate they so if they isolate themselves probably they will not be touched by any of these vibrations but out of their compassion they have gone into the world swami vivekananda is a classic example even shri ramakrishna paramans and shri raman maharshi at one point when he you know took a seat in arunachal and people started gathering otherwise for a long time nobody knew him so when they start doing that when they enter into what today we can call as the public domain they start taking upon themselves they take it consciously but it happens even unconsciously all the problems of people around especially people who depend upon them who pull on them even in ordinary life there is a constant vital interchange that's what i was referring in the very beginning that we give to the world and we receive from the world that's why the idea of satsang and you know good company so that you know we are not contaminated all the time by forces but these beings who are full of greatness and compassion and spiritual you know depth and heights they deliberately enter into these fields and take upon themselves the karma of the disciples that's the way of putting it but basically the energies which could harm the disciples they take upon themselves so this is the second reason and third of course is that they didn't try to perfect the field of nature that is a relatively new venture otherwise we were supposed to in yogic practices they were supposed to have many means and methods by which we can keep the nature in a such a state of balance that it helps us to arrive at realization so we'll see for example in shivananda's uh, you know that some things about healthy living in which he emphasizes on brahmacharya because there's a core energy or certain practices like patanjali yoga sutra you have asanas etc pranayam so this is one way of approaching that nature is nature and divine is divine so they tried to create a kind of balance in nature by outer means which includes satya sansuddhi and all this created a kind of workable balance so that inwardly you can concentrate on the divine but case of shri ramakrishna paramahans swami vivekananda and shri raman maharshi and i would include shri arbindo are different and the reason is they stepped out and they came out and gave themselves freely to the world 
the only other example where somebody gave freely to the world and yet lived long is the mother but that's because she was working on the yoga of the self for transformation but they came out and gave themselves freely that was the reason why shri ramakrishna paramhansa had the throat cancer he himself spoke about it and it's very much you know understandable as to cancer well any disease it could be but cancer specifically because what really is cancer cancer is a group of cells which are multiplying abnormally so sometimes it's like you know you give an extra energy shot to even a child and you see he'll start jumping so because these beings were open to all kinds of tremendous play of energies at least in sri ramakrishna and swami vekananda it's 100% true because they were shaks worshippers of kali and the tremendous energy though they didn't speak about transformation but the fact that they worshiped kali is the energies that would be at play in their consciousness would be tremendous and it's quite possible that the body won't be able to take it and certain cells will start behaving abnormally and respond in a cancerous way shri shri ramakrishna when he touched his own nephew hriday so what happened he became crazy he started jumping and dancing and he lost his whole balance and then he had to withdraw away from him so these are the inner subtleties of the spiritual life and that's why Uh, you know the mother has taken care of all that and that's why she says lean upon grace and not upon personal effort when we do yoga with personal effort we try to pull in the forces or awaken kundalini by will then these dangers are there but if we learn to surrender completely then it's a different thing of course masters as i said take upon themselves the problems of disciples and they are very special cases it's like madam curie her husband rather trying to find a cure for cancer got himself cancer because he was in the midst of uh, you know radium exposed to the cancer carcinogenic uh, material so they are a different case altogether yes any other question there are a couple of questions on chat yeah. by prana and rudesh uh, the question is how does one find the psychic being and then uh, please recommend a practice one can try to open the psychic being i thought the two questions were related so we can take them together okay so um, how to find the psychic being of course a vast subject and i would give two references where you could go one is collected works of the mother volume 12 in psychic education you will see a very simple way understanding and a process to find the psychic being second is on aroma itself number of talks full uh, talks have been there on finding the psychic being so you can go into that but to compress it just into an answer is try to live and sleep and wake up with this idea that i have to find the divine presence within us sleep with this idea wake up with this idea go to work with this idea this thought eat with this thought drink water with this thought take a walk with this thought inside it's not something to be told outside and along with that one simple practice is calling the mother's name inside as a japa naam japa and if you want still a special practice spend some time 10 15 20 minutes twice or thrice a day to put it medically sit quietly preferably at a fixed time read a little bit of savitri or prayers and meditation and then try the interiorization exercise of drawing the consciousness from all over and putting it into the heart center and plunging within at the center of the chest it doesn't matter it's not like left or right or here or there but in the center of the chest and trying to go within so initially it'll be difficult but maybe a month or two months one will begin to go within 
and then one day one will have the identification with the psychic. So these are the three basic practices. But basically one has to make it the goal. One cannot have hundred goals and you know then it's like Duvidhame dono gaye maya milinaram. So you know <laughs> divided will should not be there in anything you do. Even if you want to do something which you feel well this is something something do it with one will you will at least arrive at what it represents. But divided will guilds, conflicts they sap the energy. Do with one will. And then you will see that you will, at the end of it, you will see the divine smiling there. And that one will is to find the divine. So that will can be in everything, any every activity. Every activity, the divine is there. And if we do it with this idea, strong urge, I want to discover you. Even behind a human being who is, you know, you have tied with me, you will see that you will end up discovering. So it's like living with that fire inside. Also collected works of the mother, volume 3, the very first question. So that also is wonderful. Yes. Thank you, Aloka. I guess with that we come to a closure, a conclusion of thank the you. talk. Uh, yeah, I wanted to really thank from the bottom of my heart. It really felt like so healing just listening to you. And uh, I guess, at least for me, the just the reminder and the focus of concentrating on the psychic and allowing that to lead in one's life being really the key to yoga, I think, really came through for me. And I guess for many, many people listening, it was really very healing, like a balm and uh, very soothing and very beautiful. Thank you for this very, very beautiful satsang. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much.